Yes, Grant Nisbet with the great call there for Stephen Luatua's game, his debut game. Like she played in that one, and wow, she was an interesting aftermath. She was our last test of the year, Kempi. I'll tell the story. It's a funny old story. I told Kez earlier on, he couldn't believe it. But anyway, we were in New Plymouth, and it was our final test, and we thought it would be a good idea to go to one of uh, the Taranaki players' flatmates' place. And, well, you had the pretty much entire All Blacks team there. You had pretty much the entire French team there. There was a pool table in the middle, and there was just people everywhere in a flat, a student flat. <laughs> We're having a good old time, you know, having a good old boogie. Well, some of the French players just got a little bit rowdy, a little bit rowdy, and got a little bit uh, excited. Anyway, they started... There's a little bit of damage, a little bit of damage going on. So there was a bit of damage control from the French point of view. Anyway, we get to the end, there's, you know, probably a bit of cash that needs to be handed out. Well, Terry Ducetoir walks in. He's got an envelope with a wad of hundies, and he goes into this flat, and there's damage. He goes up to the owners, he goes, how much? He just starts bumping out all these hundies <laughs> and starts paying for all the damage in this flat. And they'll just, like, sit there going, the owner's like, yeah. Okay, you know, keep going, keep going, and just keep walking out all this money, paying for the damage. Oh, wee. Anyway, that's a random story for your Monday morning. The Archer uh, Wednesday morning. It's sorry, finally buddy, rubbing off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Terry Dissetois, the king of uh, French rugby, doing what he does best. Uh, what are the odds? Morning, fellas, I reckon 110. has got a good ring to it. Daggy, lads, good luck. That is from Steve-O. Well, Steve has given me no chance at all. Who am I? Clue number three. Here we go. I've been to five Rugby World Cups. There's only been one correct answer on the text machine. Double eight, double three for I. Clue number three. Who am I? I've been to five Rugby World Cups. Keep those answers coming through. Right now, we're going to talk to Stephen Luatua. Dolph. Hey, brother. How you doing? Also, how are you, bro? <laughs> Ah, good, mate. I appreciate you coming on. Look, this took a lot of hard work, boys. I know Kempi <laughs> Riptold. This is Dolph, Stephen Luatua's day off, and he said, brass, I'll send you the invoice later. So appreciate you coming on, brother. But, uh, mate, how's it been? Representing Manu Samoa? Nah, mate. Um, well, first off, thanks for having me. Appreciate the, appreciate the message, appreciate the love. But, um, no, nah, it's been special um, being back here. Um, I was thinking about the city, like, Growing up in New Zealand, you know, we, we grew up with the Māori culture and obviously mm. I know a little bit of the Samoan culture and having that respect for that, you know what I mean, and growing up and seeing how special that is and then being able to see it firsthand here in Samoa, um, you know, like, it's been pretty it's been pretty overwhelming, you know what I mean? So great to touch, touch base so far, I guess, the roots. Yes, Stephen, yeah. how, how good is it, like – um, did you watch the World Cup last year in Rugby League, Samoa make the final come from nowhere and see the country just jump up? Tonga did the same uh, for Rugby League in their country. Now you guys in both Tonga and Samoa doing it for rugby. How good is it? Like, How good is it when you're talking to players, whether they're ex-players or current players, representing actually where you come from, your Pacific nation? Yeah, it's cool, man. What the tall boys did last year was... I was over there in the UK and I was just, you know, I was day, I was number one supporter, 685 to the world. Um, obviously, we had a few Tongan <laughs> boys in the team as well, so they were copying a bit of flack when we, we obviously, we, we passed them and made it to the finals. But, man, it's awesome to see what those boys have been able to do for, for rugby league and for their little nations. And, you know, hopefully we can do something similar with uh, 
some of the boys changing back to our little nations as well for Union. Are you happy as a group, mate? Like, you had a solid win over Japan. Japan are no easy beats. You obviously went down against Fiji, but you've snuck back into the top 10 world rankings uh, on, the, on the rankings list. As a group, you, you, you're happy with where you're at and can be able to be, compete? Uh, to be honest, probably not. Like, happy probably not the right word. Um, very frustrated with... Um, I was left out there against Fiji, but then again, you know, it's bloody Fijians, mate. They're just hard to tackle sometimes. Um, yeah. It was one of those days that, you know, when things stick for them, you know, that's great. And for us, we're just unraveling. So um, not happy, but um, we're stoked to get back into the top 10, you know. So that was, yeah. that was pretty cool. Stephen, what what um, what do you think is missing in that in that World Cup run? Like you know, when you get into that side, having been part of that high performance unit with the All Blacks, and you know you're playing in the in the professional game day in day out, are you are they matching it in Samoa as far as expectations from a player's perspective goes? Oh, no. I think the short answer is no. Um, but you know that's what we're striving for. You know. I, I see firsthand now the some of the challenges that um, these small nations have to face. Um, you know, some of the I wouldn't say um, formalities of being in the All Blacks, but you know, just even the training facilities, the uh, uh, the equipment that these guys use, and you know, coming from from Bristol, you know, I'd say we got better facilities there, but you know, it's a little West Country club, and this is a national team. You know what I mean? So. Um, you know, definitely seeing the challenges that these boys face, but you know they take it in their stride, and this is how they've been going for the last couple of years. But obviously, they're trying to, to get better and better in their aspects off the field, and trying to be you know run it as a profession, and um, you know hopefully we can add to that. Brother, where whereabouts are you at? You left at such a young age. You know, you left probably some will say in your prime. You've been over in the UK with Bristol, and you've been doing your thing, and you know can reconnect with Pat Lamb. Where are you at in terms of your life, your career? Are you happy? The journey back to playing for Samoa, how was that? Are you happy that the, the rules have changed and it's it's getting easier for you to be able to represent Jainga? Uh, that's a great question. That was a lot of questions, Dag. Cheers, mate. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I am happy in that aspect, though. Um, when I decided to leave... Um, Topped a bit of backlash, obviously, for being a bit young, but you know, I, I was at peace with it, you know, when I made the decision, and I was so mm. stoked of um, how I was able to grow my family over there. So, yeah, I'm very happy. Wife and kids over there now. So, Bristol, our little country, countryside uh, town, I think I had the jackpot, you know what I mean? Because you know, some guys go mm. over there and they don't have such a good experience, but you know, I've been fortunate enough to have a great time there, and then. The rugby, you know, has, has been great as well. So it's been up and down, probably down, more so down the last couple of years, but we had a few stints uh, near the top of the table. So hopefully we can bring that back next year. But, you know, come full circle now, and I'm able to try and um, crack it at test level again. You know, that's, as a rugby player, that's <laughs> yeah, that's what you want. You know? How's the body? You try and, um... How's the body? <laughs> you can't play back, getting back to play test level. <laughs> yeah, um, see, I'm healthy, not fit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's what the coach the trainers are like oh how are you because I made myself available for the last couple of years but uh, like Dagger knows the older we get yeah, the more liable we are to getting injuries and um, so this campaign unfortunately I've come around like how are you like, I'm healthy I'm ready to to be moulded to be sculpted so, yeah, nice healthy not fit 
Nice, nice. <laughs> you'll you'll get there. Hey, just I just want to touch on that, Stephen. Just the you know decision to go up to the UK at a young age, and uh, yourself and Charles Piertel sort of led that that uh, that charge. Do you get do you get contacted by uh, let's say Lester Fainuku, for instance, where he's making those type of decisions to see you know how you came to it and discuss have discussion around it, or is it just something of a personal nature? Are you seeing? these younger guys making? I think it's more of a personal nature. Um, and, you know, I've, I know I've had a few words with some of the, maybe the blues guys. Um, yeah. Um, or the guys I'm, I'm used to, you know, so maybe this has got in contact with some other guys from the Crusaders who've gone overseas. But um, at the time when I was making my decision, uh, you know, the forefront of it all, you know, I was, was trying, to, trying to secure a future for my family, trying to get them in a better place. So, you know, I imagine something similar for these boys as well, living at a young age. Well, speaking of Charles Piertau, you're facing Tonga uh, this weekend, taking them on at home at Apia Park. If he runs it straight, what are you going to say to him? Are you going to snap him in half like the great Brian Lee Ma? Uh, if I can catch him. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny because a few weeks ago I played um, Barbarians and he was in the World 15. And because it was like, you know, obviously, a, not a nonchalant game, but a friendly game, I told him if he runs anywhere near me, I want to clothesline him. But now we're at <laughs> test level. Uh, I probably can't do that. So I'll probably just copy book, textbook. I'll give him a bit of niggle. You know, when you're amongst mates, you can give a bit of niggle and it's it's all fun and games. And yeah, should be all right. Nice, bro. I think this is probably the most exciting game of the weekend outside of uh, the Abbeys taking on the Bledisloe in, in Australia. you got Samoa and you got Tonga, stacked of internationals that have played for country, tier, tier one countries. Charlie Farmoina, how's he uh, transitioning into Manu Samoa team? You know, is his body fit? I caught up with him over at Toulouse and uh, he's obviously made the shift to move away from there. But, mate, how's he looking? Oh, the big Grizz. Uh, mate, it's it's good to have a familiar face around as well, you know what I mean? Obviously, I spent a lot of time with the Blues and then obviously we're in the All Blacks as well, but no, nah, he's he's tracking well. Um, I, I think he'd be in a similar boat to me. He's healthy, not fit, but um, we've got time for that. We've got time for, for that. <laughs> See, has, has, has Charlie got himself a bigger car now? Because I remember when he was at the Blues, he used to turn up at training and this, he's this, this massive man. I don't know how he got into it. And there's some little like Suzuki Swift type of thing. It was just, it was, I, I, I was amazed every time I saw him climb out of it. Has he, has he got something bigger now? Mate, he's even worse than France. So this guy, I, I went over to, obviously, there on the doorstep. So I stayed for a weekend and he stitched me up. He made me come to the club. I went to the club and they had a, they had a team barbecue, and I was like, "Bro, you can't take me to the freaking team barbecue." <laughs> Anyways, I, I I stayed there because some of the older boys are there. So I was like, "Drove them in there, so no worries." And then um, we get to go home, and he's got a smart car, two door, and I got my suitcase, <laughs> and I'm like, "Bro, this is this is playing up." Just send me a dress. I, I would have just Ubered straight to your house, but you made me come to the club. Yeah, so yeah, he's he's downsized even more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, honestly, some days that I, I see that car and I think he's just about on two wheels because of the weight on one side <laughs> of it. Oh, exactly. Mate, John R. Four is the same, isn't he? Oh, mate, that... <laughs> <laughs> how's that guy still running around? And he's now a crusader. He's got a ring. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, nah, mate, I'm, I'm happy for Johnny to be um to be still rolling around. Um, played from Matt. At Bristol, and mate, he he was surely missed when he left, even at his tender old age of almost forty. 
Nah, he's still got it. Eh? Still strong as an ox. Is that giving you a little bit of motivation? Well. Potentially, maybe see Stephen nah, Lewis coming back. Has that crossed your mind once? Oh, it has. It has crossed my mind. Um, but as long as um, I guess Bristol, and like I said, I love Bristol. As long as Bristol have me, then I'll, I'll maybe just stick around. You know, I mean, my my family love it there too. For just until my playing careers are done. Yeah, well, you know, just if you do come back, make sure it's in the blue and white. Don't get poached by those uh, poachers down south, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start. Hey, uh, Stephen, thanks very much for joining us, mate. I know you're on your day off. I really appreciate it. Um, great to hear your voice, brother, and hopefully you can Likewise, come back brother. and we can Thank you guys for having have me. a coffee and, and catch up, mate. Take care and all the best for the World Cup and, and this weekend's team. game against Tonga. Cheers, team. Hey, awesome. good, to see, good to see you doing things, Dago. Like, unreal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, everyone gets this, I get the same reaction from everyone that's known me throughout my career because I was a joker. I was a joker, eh, Dolph? <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. He was. Uh, yeah. I won't talk about how he got a couple okay. a few times when I was in there. But, uh, Come on, oh, tell, go us. On, tell Come us. on, tell us. Tell us. Kids, fade as he down. Tell us a story. No, I, can't, I can't say anything because I was, I was a youngster, rookie up, but uh, seeing the older boys get in trouble, I was like, oh, crap. I am liable to get in trouble too. I've got to be on the straight and narrow here. <laughs> now, I like that. Subtle as anything. There you go. I never got in trouble. See you later. Get out of here. We're hanging up on you now. Thanks, Tom. Cheers, Steve. Thanks for having me. Oh, Stephen Lewis. Man, he's, he sounds like he's in a good spot. Yeah. And when you look at that Manu Samoa team, Tongan team, different world cup. A bit cup. of excitement. Yeah. Yes, different. It's it is. Different. It's a different World Cup. You've got, you know, teams that on their day. So the, the thing with the World Cup is on their day, you get teams that can cause an upset. And it, and as we mm. say, me and Rick are just talking about the uh, FIFA Women's World Cup. Like that ball from Portugal, it doesn't hit the post when it goes past the key, uh, keeper. The, the the USA are out. Mm. Like it's a it's a mm. it's a hair. You know what I mean? So, you know, I'm, I, the other part of that, like I love it when the Samoans and the Tongans go back and play for their country. I think it's the best thing ever. Sounds like uh, Stephen Latour is getting a bit of an insight too in the work that Daniel Leo has been doing for like the last two, ten years or so, you know, trying to get some parity. He's been an absolute leader in this um, part of the game, isn't it? And we're starting to see it unfold. And I've been a fan and a supporter of this for a very long time because you've got some of the best players that have played for, for the All Blacks, Wallabies, South Africa, whatever, that have played and they're eligible for other nations. And you can see what happens. It, it, it thrives. It grows the game in those countries and we're going to see them being competitive at the World Cup. So it was awesome. Great to catch up with Stephen Littletour, boys. I've been to five Rugby World Cups. We've had one correct answer. This is probably your best ever, Ricardo. Thank you. Probably your best ever. When you gave me the answer, that last clue is kind of a cryptic clue. Okay, you've got to just think a little bit deeper. Five World Cups as a player is... Uh, 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 20 years mm. 20 years plan So you're like you got to be a special player And many of you think <laughs> it's this player But it's not him So keep them coming I've been to five Rugby World Cups A two dudes prize pack up for grabs We'll shoot away lads We'll come back We'll read a couple of these messages Because no one's given me any chance on the golf course And that's okay You're listening to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast Thanks to Chemist Warehouse The home of big brand vitamins At the lowest prices every day